Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, he's half asleep, uh, your global motorsport podcast roundup. We did plan on doing a live video tonight, hence why we're in a Starbucks car park because we've been filming all day. So sorry this is a little bit late, but it's an action-packed podcast. we got Formula One from Down Under in Australia, uh, IndyCar from Long Beach, and USA. IMSA. And IMSA, thank you very much. Formula E from Rome. What else is going on? Uh, MotoGP, where was that? Circuit of America. Thank you very much. Coys and Superbikes from Spain as well. And NASCAR from... Martinsville. I like NASCAR because there's a big punch-up, which is quite funny. Um, but first, Formula One, it was... No, first. Oh. I know there's a lot, but the reason why it was a lot last weekend and we're not quite sure what happened is that we were both racing this weekend and... Even more important, this is building out. Drum roll, drum roll, <laughs> drum roll. In the Caterham Road Sports car, Paul Woodman had a podium. But sadly, you didn't actually get on the podium, I understand. Uh, I never stood on the podium. It was, uh, I, knew it was I knew I had it because I got a fourth place. Uh, uh, good race. I really enjoyed it. It was a Brands Hatch, the Indy Circuit. And I knew I had the podium because I could see yeah, one of the guys on the restart. You just got a podium. That's enough. You got a podium. Yeah, that's yeah, there's a lot to oh, talk oh, about. There's something else to talk about. I was racing at Goodwood. No, 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 not oh. that. Look in the back. We've got Elliot. The... <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's in the back. He's actually a, a racing guru. Yeah, and I was racing at Goodwood. It's just... Anyway, and Elliot's in the back. <laughs> I got from 15th to 17th before Capri. And what Goodwood, what a wonderful weekend. I was there all weekend. So oh, that looked I amazing. A of, a members meeting at Goodwood. Catching up to watch the Formula One and watch the MotoGP and watch everything. But you upset and... our friend Elliot because he desperately wants you to drive his Porsche Group C car. And uh, the Goodwood... Fraternity didn't allow you. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Not that. Not Elliot. you, Elliot. The other. Get out the back of the shop, for goodness' <laughs> okay. sake. Go back in. That's it. <laughs> Let's get on with Formula One because that's what most people want to know about. Most people should be happy, I think, because I think most of the Brits, you know, it might have upset, you know. The Red Bull lost its wings a bit, didn't it? And, uh, Max I broke felt, down. I feel, I feel sorry for him. I don't want any car to break down. No, I don't want any car to lose true. through... through um, it made the race a bit dull up front, but it was uh, another amazing display by Ferrari up front. It's all about Charles Leclerc, isn't it? Poor old Carlos. He had a, he had a problem as well. I mean, Carlos Sainz, I mean, he qualified badly. First one was a red flag, then his next lap he didn't get a good lap in, and then he ended up ninth, and then he ended up crashing, trying to come back through the pack. So Carlos is rattled. And I am one who said earlier on the first podcast that Leclerc would dominate in Ferrari, that he just had an off year last year. I did say Carlos would beat him only because, I, one, I like him a lot, and two, I wanted to be the opposite to you. That was the only reason, really. <laughs> but a second retirement for poor old Max. So he's just had the one win and two retirements, and he's all looking a bit despairing. Um, but Mercedes... I mean, but Sergio recovered something for Red Bull to finish second, which, you know... Best but it was very flattering for Mercedes, wasn't it? It was much tighter back there than than the scoreline showed because it was quite flattering for Mercedes. Uh, three and four, got the podium. George Russell pipped. Yeah. Pip Lewis only through uh, a bit of luck with safety car. But the funny thing is they complain about porpoise a lot, saying that's if they get rid of their porpoise, Mercedes will be quick. You actually watch the racing, it's the Ferrari that porpoises more, more than yeah. anybody else. There's one moment, I think... That opening lap when he made a bad restart and Max nearly had him, and, and Leclerc went over a bump breaking for turn. One of the thing was leaping up and down. So bizarrely, they seem to be able to. The drivers of the Ferrari seem to be able to live with porpoising. But I mean, it's amazing the McLaren. When they started the weekend, Mercedes. Can I say McLaren Mercedes? Well, it used to be the same thing. That <laughs> they were what twelfth and thirteenth in FP1. It seems it's amazing how a team that they're so good that they can when it comes to race time. 
they're sort of almost competitive, and it was good to see. Well, George be back. on the podium as well was good. Good for him. Yeah. Not good for Lewis. No. But it Lewis. was a little bit. What a little, was a little bit fortuitous. But they're they're, they're so even now. Yeah. These drivers. Um, McLaren was the other Mercedes McLaren name. McLaren did a lot better. They were fifth and sixth. So I think that was great for them. Lando looking good. Ricardo probably disappointed to follow his teammate, especially was, in his homeland, yeah, home Grand Prix. Um, but it was just great midfield battling. I mean, out the front, it wasn't that close this time, even with all the DRSs wherever they were. In fact, I said before that that changed the circuit. It didn't make any difference at all. The overtaking was still done in the same place as it was before the end of the second DRS. So uh, DRS didn't really do much in Australia. Well, there was more, you say that, but there was more overtakes uh, this weekend, the yesterday, than there were yeah, a couple in more. previous years. The cars years. do follow closer, but yeah. the mid-pack, I mean, that was a great thing. And the great thing about the mid-packs, I saw, because, you know, it was, um, it was Ocon was seventh, wasn't it? Bottas, eighth, so that was Alpine, um, Alfa Romeo, Gasly, ninth, um, and sort of eighth, who was eighth and ninth? I forget it was eighth and ninth. Gathy seventh, I've written it down. All the mid, who was eighth and ninth, seventh and eighth and ninth? Oh, they were seventh, eighth and ninth. The ones I've just read out. I told you, I made my notes. It's coming. But it's been a long day. The great, the greatest drive of the day was Alonso. No, go on, Alex Albon uh, scoring a point from yeah, last Williams, on yeah, the that grid. Was, you're right, actually, and that was Did brilliant. the whole race right. on one set of tyres. They yeah. dived in. That, well, it was the good. You're, it was the good news. The good to get Williams to get a point was really good. And they looked so happy. It's and amazing. It eight teams in the top ten. Incredible. That was, so that was fantastic. Only Haas and uh, Aston, Martin, Aston Martin. What a way out of this weekend. <laughs> Disastrous weekend. And Sebastian Vettel, I question what he's doing there. He's so bothered with his political worries, which is great. You know, the fact he campaigns for all sorts of things. But he doesn't see him. He crashes when he... I mean, OK, he missed the first two races because of COVID. That was crash, wasn't it? Well, he just caught a bit of opposite mm. locker that he was off. And then... Oh, the second crash. He's crashing, qualifying. Mm. went off with a fast kink. Um, and then... Well, that was... His second crash in the race was caused by good curb. That's what curbs should do. If you go out wide over them and abuse the curbs, you deserve to get spat into the wall. Yeah. I thought Alonso had a good race. I, I was, I'll be the first to admit I wanted him to drop out of Formula 1 and give one of the new, new young talents a go, but he was, he was really good, really aggressive. McLaren uh, are pipping, uh, sorry, yeah, McLaren are pipping Red Bull now with, um, uh, uh, what are they called, pit stops, that's it. Yeah. Oh, you and your pit stop times. Two and a half seconds, McLaren, because they're heavier now, the wheels, so it's slower, the pit stops. I want to do times those pit stops. Is, it from, is it from wheel stop to wheel move? Is that it? Do you know? Technical man in the back. Pretty sure it's from car stop to car moved. Yes, yeah, so a wheel stop. Yeah. Wheel. So who's doing that? A person on a stopwatch or an electronic timer? It's got to be electronic. There's no way a human could measure it that quickly. So each pit has got an individual camera recording when the wheels stop and the wheels move again. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Let us know. Right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can go back out of shot now. Thanks. Before <laughs> <laughs> right, I Yes. Uh, fun fact. Uh, Charles Leclerc got a Grand Slam this weekend. Yep. Any time a driver's got a Grand Slam in a season, they've gone on to win the championship. Ooh. So Pole position, fastest lap, and the win. That's what the Americans call a sweep. Sweep yeah. the yeah. win. I don't like Grand Slam because a Grand Slam for me is like, we're, we like tennis, we like yeah, golf. golf. A Grand Slam is winning yeah. the major open in four different countries. If you're going to introduce this to our conversation, you're going to use the word sweep. Yeah, he's sweep. just listening to Bloody Crofty, isn't he? That's all he's listening oh, to. How dare you. It's a, it's a it's, Grand Slam. I read it, but I'll get back in my corner. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Um, it was good. It was, it was an entertaining, not very entertaining race, really. It was, it was over yeah, as soon as Max, as soon as, well, it's... Well, the pace car, of course, brought them all together, and, you know, so, but the, the midfield was very good. And Magnussen was really with his, because he was another one, because of Magnussen, Alonso, and Albert, who ran the hard tyre from the start. 
and move right up the pack when it all stopped. So, uh, do you know? I, you know, your old mate Smith and Smith. Yes, I feel like them in the car. Just yeah. have a drink. Yeah. We need some food now. Yeah. You we like talk. Them? We talk real facts. We don't talk about weird stuff. <sighs> yeah, but they're funny. Yeah, we're well, not funny. We're, this is a motorsport <laughs> thing. This is for motorsport people to find out what they missed at the weekend, what they should look forward to next weekend. We inform. And they're intelligent. You'll be kept up to date with the they, world of motorsport, especially the British drivers. That I they like got personalities. So let's move over to America. Because the next best event was the IndyCar. And the IndyCar I thought you were going to say NASCAR. I want to talk about the punch-up. <laughs> okay, it's IndyCar. Coming later. Right. IndyCar, a great weekend. Because uh, there they have the IMSA race on the Saturday, the sports cars, the world sports cars. Uh, and then they have the, the single-seater IndyCar race on the Sunday. Yeah. And just quickly going to the, to the IMSA race, and it was a Cadillac 1, 2, 3. British drivers, Alex Lynn. So he's second, Richard Westbrook was the third place car, and Oliver Jarvis and Tom Blomquist fourth in the Acura. A little shout out, this is what I like to see on our podcast, as <laughs> nobody else follows the British drivers. They're making great careers working overseas. Ross Gunn, in a good old Aston Martin, won the GTD Pro Class. So let's hear it for Ross Gunn, who was chased him in second place over in America, earning money in a room with Jack Hawksworth and Ben Barnica in Alexis. Brilliant. Good looking car so, as well, that Aston Martin. Yep, good stuff. Mm. But in the IndyCar race, um, a fabulous race out of a Colton Herter that dominated it last year and then crashed, dominated this year and then crashed. Um, and it's incredible. You have, you imagine this in Formula One, because those boys, it's a very physical car. It's, it's very much a driver's formula. It's always say to IndyCar, it's not so much the team you're in, you all got the same cars. Um, and both Colton had a crash, just trying to keep the pace up before he went in for a, for a, a driver change, not driver, a wheel change. And Marcus Ericsson, running third, just hit the wall with a wheel, out of the race. So two of the top three went out through driver error, which you hardly ever see in Formula One. And in the end, it was a fantastic uh, last few laps with Joseph Newgarten won, the American from Romain Grosjean. Got to be fans from Britain for Grosjean. Always thought he was a great driver. He was actually chasing up. Uh, and Alex Palu, the, um, the Portuguese kid, came third, who was the champion. Portuguese, yes, I think I got that right. Spanish, pork and cheese. Um, but the other thing I just want to point out to all you fans of Formula One out there, Mr. Massey, we just have to mention him occasionally. <laughs> the Americans quite happily ended their IndyCar Grand Prix of Long Beach under a pace car. Because that's what the regulations said there was an accident just before the finish. We don't and, have pace cars, we have safety cars. And oh, yes, we can't have So they ran the race, they finished under a safety car. So good stuff. I had a safety In car this weekend, and two, and two red, um, what do you call it? Red. Uh, when red lights? Red flags. Red flags, thanks. Probably caused by you. No! Actually, you had a good weekend. You rang second in the second yeah, race, and then you got taken out. I, sec I was third on the grid, yep. got in second place yep. off the start, red flag first lap, so went back into third place, that's what you do, because not one lap completed. Got into second again, three laps, second place, quite comfortable behind the leader. And then somebody dive bombed me at the. Yeah. Well, it didn't even dive bomb me. I dive bomb his, the, I've seen the coat. He is yeah. very innocent. This time he's completely. Look at my Twitter, PWW on innocent. Twitter. I'm innocent for once. <laughs> I actually um, drove well for once. Yeah, all right, we're bored now. We're bored now. <laughs> uh, quickly going on, because we're stuck in a car park in Wales. Um, Formula E in Rome. Great weekend with Jaguar. I'm a big Jaguar Why fan. Vicky Piria, who was reporting on Formula E in Rome. Why didn't she get more views last week? We thought you would have loved that. We know there's a little bit of light behind us, but thought we'd have loved yeah, that. We'll get less views this week than we got with Vicky last week. This is the worry. Uh, it is we haven't got Vicky. I don't care. I don't care. As long as, as, long as we're like, keeping whoever is watching and listening Formula E. Entertained. Great weekend with Jaguar. And I'm a Jaguar driver. I've got a very nice XF Sportback. And I like Jaguar. And Jaguar are troubled times. Do you see... Um, Rory did a funny thing saying how Jaguar was a right. Rory Reed. State. Yeah. Right. On his auto, what's he on? Which auto trader. trader. Yeah, auto trader. You look at Rory Reed, he's done a big, huge Jaguar dying a death. 
So it was great for Jaguar for good news um, with their Kiwi Mitch Evans taking both well, the wins in Rome. I can elaborate on that in terms of nothing to do with the racing, but we haven't got a single Jaguar featured on the new TV show that we're filming for today in Wales. That's why we're here. So that's a bit odd, mm. isn't it? British company, British TV show, not to have. Use my car. No thanks. Um, carry on. Um, bikes, MotoGP, <laughs> always entertaining. We always love MotoGP. Of and, course, we um, had Susie Perry on this show, yes, on this very yeah, show. Indeed. Yeah. So just go through the lower rank. Moto3, we still got to know John McPhee back, unfortunately still injured. But our two young British kids sponsored by Vision Track Honda, Scott Ogden, 12th, finished 12th, his best result. So go on, Scott, and Joshua Watley, 27th, but retired. Moto2 was the big news for Britain because Jake Dixon, who's been um, had two bad years in Moto2, he was a superbike, British superbike yeah. star. He's a bit older, isn't he, Jake? A very emotional guy because he got his first podium finally and he was oh, all in tears yeah. afterwards. Susie was in tears. They were all in tears. <laughs> um, but no, he came from the sixth on the grid to third. But again, this is the thing about MotoGP and motorbike racing. The guy in second place, halfway through the race, just fell, front folded underneath, out. Um, after the Moto3 champion, Pedro Costa had qualified 10th, he got up to 5th, front tucked under, hit a kerb, crashed out, and then the leader on his own crashed out. I mean, wow. you never imagined it. You never happened in a no, car race. just fall off and crash. No. So through this moment, Sam Lowe's was taken out on lap one. But it shows how much on the edge they are. Know, so much more than a car. Just a small error. And, yeah. you know, but it was an awful shunt to them, and nobody got injured, thankfully. But you know, down the long back straight at Cota, they're about 200 miles an hour. Crazy. And they break on their little motorbikes for a real sharp left. And uh, it was Somkyat Chantra who won the Indonesian round, the Malaysian rider, yep. with the blonde top hair. He just misjudged his and just took out five bikes. They went down like skittles, including poor old Sam Lowe's, who was having a bad weekend. Um, so if you rode one of those bikes now, we were in one of the, what muscles would ache the most? Because with a car, it's typically your forearms and your neck, the high downforce. All of them. They're just amazing. Be. They so are anyway, amazing. Huge up for Jake Dixon, who's finally got his first podium. And we might have a MotoGP rider next year if he can keep on I like that. Ace. But in the MotoGP, uh, second win this year for Enya Bastanini in the um, satellite Grassini Ducati. It was great with the privateers. He's leading the championships. It's a privateer team. Brilliant. Leading wow. the world championship. Uh, Alex Rins was second on the factory Suzuki. Jack Miller third for the factory Ducati. But the big story was the um, Mark Marquez coming back again. Uh, you saw that. You've seen that high side in the qualifying Indonesia when he was flipped up in yeah, the air. Horrible. It's just horrid. It wasn't that badly injured, but he got yeah. home. He had this double vision return, which he had from a year ago from his concussions. Um, so he missed one Grand Prix. Back this weekend, qualified uh, qualified ninth. But then at the start, he just, I don't know what stalled, or he had a stall failure, but he just went to the back to last place and came through the finish sixth. So Amazing. the good news story was Mark Marquez um, back on the pace for his, in his Honda. Good. So MotoGP... What else we got? Superbikes in Spain. Well, now, you're going to remember this because you probably thought that um, that Turkish guy, you know his name, don't you? <laughs> you know it, you remembered it. Sakiaki Diaksu. Oh, come right. off. Oh. So, we're all expecting, because uh, uh, our own Jonathan Ray won the championship about the first four years before. Before, out of the blue, the Turkish rider, top rack, Raz Gatliogu. Oh, that's exactly that what, you, what I said. Elliot, that's exactly what I said, isn't it? He's getting a bit he's so, getting on a bit. We we were expecting yes. we we're expecting <laughs> this big head to head between those two, but a comeback man um, <laughs> who hasn't who I don't know when he was last in the Superbikes, Alvaro Bautista on a Bucati, 
uh, blew them both away. The three riders took all the three podiums. Um, Bautista had two wins in the second. Jonathan Ray had one win in two seconds. And Toprag had two, three thirds. So they You are very good with your pronunciation. You should do this for a I living. Try to learn them. So Superbike's really entertaining in Spain. NASCAR was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Xfinity race, the boost. Expl expl explain. Well, the Formula 2 race, the Xfinity boys, with Ty Gibbs, he's about 18 or 12. I'm not sure how old he is. <laughs> he looks about 12. Anyway, they had a big barge match. There was, they had this system at each race. Maybe it's not each race. I only caught up with it. Four drivers were nominated for the first of those four to finish. Got $100,000. Wow. So this Ty Gibbs kid that won a previous race, he was leading, but he got nudged aside by his teammate who went on to lead. And then someone else that was going for the 100,000 removed Ty Gibbs on the last lap. It was, it was only a small nudge, which they do, because it's a half-mile Martinsville, one of these tracks with all the pushing nudge. And anyway, Ty Gibbs took a bit of objection to this. He kept his crash it on, and just after the other guys got his off, in he goes with the fists. It's a, bit, it's a bit naughty having a punch up with someone. You've got a crash helmet on, so you can't be hurt, and you're punching someone else. But I don't know whether he's going to get penalised. The funny thing is, he's very religious. A lot of the Americans, they are incredibly born again Christians. And when he wins his races, this kid who's 18 or 12 looks like he says, you know, I'd like to thank, first of all, I'd like to thank the Lord for giving me this win. But not sure what the Lord would think of him <laughs> punching another Do you know what gets me in NASCAR? It's the most bizarre sport. They'll, they'll penalise you for having a little bit of tape in the wrong place. Yeah in the race, but they knew. I mean, it was obvious. You could see it in the pits. They were right in each other's faces. There was going to be a punch up and everyone, no one intervened. They just said, oh, I'll get on with it. And then no, they, they like, tried to hold them. They let, uh, they after they started, yeah, after they threw the first yeah, punch. Yeah, that's good. That was funny. We like a bit of action. Well, I don't, we in don't, Europe, it, 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 of, oh, no, but we don't condone violence no, in any manner at all. Absolutely no way. However, if you got carried away as a racing driver, a little slap, you'd be banned for a year. Did I tell you what happened this weekend? I was, um, Slapped. No, I called someone a knobber and I got called up for doing that. And then Bob from <laughs> he was a knobber. I didn't call him a knobber. Oh, I was now talking you to my it friend. again on our video. But I didn't call him a knobber. I was talking to my friend. You saying, just said he was. I just said, what a knobber. Could have moved That's on. Catering Mason, but Catering Mason. Bad as NASCAR. Anyway, in the main event. <laughs> I had my race ruined and I was chilled and somebody called me a knobber. In for... the main anyway. NASCAR event, uh, the first double winner, because it's been a, a new winner every race so far. Amazing. Six races, new winner. William Barham uh, came through to be the first person to win his Chevy, holding off Joey Lowe in the Fords. So um, so that's wide open as well. Yeah, NASCAR's what love this. You can come from the back to the front. Do you know it's... how many races they have in NASCAR, Elliot, a year? Do you know how many races? Have a guess how many how many races they have in NASCAR a year? I haven't got a clue, so I'm going to guess. Get on with it. We're recording here. No. We're recording. It's about thirty. From from March to November, they get two weekends off. They're racing every weekend, apart from two weekends in the middle of the summer. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. And okay. the interesting thing about Martinsville, because it was the first Cheers. half mile. <laughs> come back, come back, yeah. back in your hands. <laughs> But the interesting thing with this Generation 7 NASCARs, right, they've got these new composite rear body panels. Because the old thing with NASCAR, everyone's watched it, and you should watch NASCAR because it's intriguing. If they rub, if they had a bit of rubbing, <laughs> the metal fenders would buckle in and then cut the tyres open. So most of the yellow flags recently have been due to cut tyres when they hit wow. the wall. Tyres blow hit the wall. So for this Martinsville, hardly any yellow flags, and nobody really crashed. But they were hitting each other like never before because now they know they can put a bit of a move on and not get the fender stuck in to cut the tyre. So it was pretty entertaining. In fact, this weekend there's another half mile race, the Bristol race, 
um, which is a crazy, it's the world's fastest half mile, they like to call it. It's a heavily banked <laughs> concrete, white concrete track. And they're in, they're in like a Roman amphitheatre. Amphitheatre? Amphitheatre. Amphitheatre, yeah. No, amphitheatre. Amphitheatre. Um, and by the way, those of you that are listening in the traditional way, when we keep calling Elliot, we have our producer, TV producer, sat behind us. We're in a lovely RS6 Audi. And he keeps sort of popping out once in a while, but he's back in his hole at the moment. So uh, for those anyway, of you that are listening. That, that was an exhausting weekend of motorsport around the world to follow. We have to keep you in touch this weekend after so much last weekend. It was a quiet weekend, quiet weekend. No big international <laughs> motorsport races. For British fans out there, you can go to Alton Park, the first round of the British GT Championship. Fantastic. Around that track, there's about 20 GT3s now, almost 22, it's pretty less than 15 GT3s, 15 GT4s. Awesome to watch around there. McLarens, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Aston Martins. And um, then would that be on TV in the UK? I don't I think so, but no. I think if you go to um, British GT website, I think you can you can watch it on the internet, whatever okay. it's YouTube or whatever. And British Superbikes at Silverstone kick off. So that's the only real racing in, in Europe that we've of any stature. Um, and there's NASCAR. It's a quiet weekend. Quite a weekend. I think we've got a little bit more time. Maybe we can talk about that podium I got. I got the trophy in the back. Can I have a chat about that? No, no, I think we should talk more about Formula One. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, do you think Leclerc's going to walk it now? I mean, it looks, mm, it's looking pretty sadly, ominous, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I do. And it's, no one wants that. No, he's 33 points in front. Nobody wants that. People want a close race. Like last year, you couldn't... It was a Hollywood script, really, wasn't it, last year? The only thing that you... If you could write the Hollywood script would be to have... Six, seven, the eight. Rules, the rules held together well, correctly. Yeah, yeah. But, but also to have six or seven or eight drivers involved in it, you know, with, yeah. with the spread. Um, but it's, it's such a big spread already. Red Bull clearly need to sort out their reliability issues. But Christian Horner, very interesting, he said, and I get him on this, he said he'd prefer to have a fast car than a reliable car. Which would you prefer? I don't listen to anything Cause, cause, Christian Horner says anymore. No, yeah, he's gone down in my estimations. It's a real shame. But then Toto Wolf said he'd prefer to have a reliable car over a fast car. I never liked what Toto Wolf used to say either, to be honest. I thought I used to be more pro-Christian Horner, anti-Toto Wolf. It's so difficult in the public eye like that because you're in the zone and you're focused and you're protecting your person. I, you know, I, what I say about you sometimes, I protect you all the time. But and I get, you know, some people say... What are you protecting? What are you protecting? Sometimes. So, yes, I do. Can I go uh, home now? Elliot, do you think um, they're going to... i got to drive to Snetson from South... From Landau. I've got, I've got two and a half hours to get uh, home. Elliot, who's going to win the Grand Prix? Um, we'll leave you on this. What, the championship or the next Grand Prix? Championship. No, the world champion will be, the guru in the back says... It's going to be Charles. I mean, okay. his best competition is currently sixth in the championship. Okay, so that's an obvious one. The, the, this is what we're going to leave on now. Who is going to be the manufacturer? Who's going to win the manufacturer championship? Well, probably Ferrari. No, Science. they're not really leading at the moment. Who's going to win? Come on, Elliot. Actually, oh, I think we should say also George Russell had a very good weekend. Under pressure, you know, Lewis catching him up. I mean, George is showing he is a match for, for Lewis, and that's very impressive. Yeah, McLaren had a better one, but I don't know if he caught it on the radio at the end. Uh, Lando's engine was giving up on the last lap. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, Ricardo had a four-second gap that cut down to three tenths as was they that went over the line. Wow. Ooh, you see our man so, he knows as well. He can come back he on the knows. next one. But it's starting to rain now. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us always. See you next week. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>